Welcome to Living Life. May the Lord bless you as you walk together with Him today. Sometimes I introduce myself as a recovering Pharisee. A while back when I was in seminary, uh, one of my friends noticed something in me uh, and said, Steve, do you know uh, about God's grace? Well, you know, I was in seminary. I was involved in ministry and then I was teaching other people about the gospel and how they can grow uh, in the Lord. Uh, but in the midst of sharing the gospel and teaching uh, the youth group, and then uh, one of my friends noticed, you know, why is it that you focus so much on what people have to do? They have to do quiet time. They have to uh, make sure that they do not miss Friday nights and they have to do all those things that you are requiring. And I know those things do help other people to grow. But then you're putting so much emphasis on what they have to do. You know, when the friend asked me, do you know about God's grace? It's an unmerited uh, grace and then favor. And then God accepts you not based on what you do. Well, I, I say, of course I do. But then I had to think about it. Do I really know that God loves me just the way I am? And then I don't have to prove anything to Him. Well, today we're going to continue to talk about this theme of God's grace and how you can live as a freed and then people of freedom and adopted children of God. Let's think about it a little bit more today. Galatians chapter 4, verses 21 through 31. Tell me, you who want to be under the law, are you not aware of what the law says? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by the slave woman and the other by the free woman. His son by the slave woman was born according to the flesh, but his son by the free woman was born as the result of a divine promise. These things are being taken figuratively. The women present two covenants. One covenant is from Mount Sinai and bears children who are to be slaves. This is Hagar. Now Hagar stands for Mount Sinai in Arabia and corresponds to the present city of Jerusalem because she is in slavery with her children. But the Jerusalem that is above is free and she is our mother. For it is written, Be glad, barren woman, you who never bore a child. Shout for joy and cry aloud, you who are never in labor, because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband. Now you, brothers and sisters, like Isaac, are children of promise. At that time, the son born according to the flesh persecuted the son born by the power of the Spirit. It is the same now. But what does Scripture say? Get rid of the slave woman and her son, for the slave woman's son will never share in the inheritance with the free woman's son. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we are not children of the slave woman, but of the free woman. 
Paul again warning against the legalism. Christian people going back to the life and the principle of legalism is warning them that they're going back to slavery. And that's not what God has intended. Many times we tend to have a half grace and then you become saved by grace, but then you need to work so hard to grow and then you shift to your efforts and then you try to do, 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 do uh, so that you will earn your way to God. And that's sometimes what many people struggle. But here, and Paul uses this uh, another analogy and then he uses the, the analogy of uh, Hagar and then Sarah. Uh, Abraham's uh, uh, two children and children born out of slavery and then children born out of freedom. And that's uh, the picture that uh, Paul uses. Now let's think about the first one. Uh, you know, Hagar and children born out of uh, the slavery. And that's what, uh, 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 you know, Paul is writing. And Paul is saying, you know, Abraham, although he was given uh, the promise, and then he did not wait for God to provide. And then he helped God and he helped himself. And then he entered into a relationship with Hagar and then produced this child, Ishmael. And then it is a symbol and it's a, a picture of a, a human being, not totally depending on God, but doing what they can and do the works, and then they are producing uh, some results, and that's the picture. You know, many times uh, we tend to think that, oh yes, we have to do all these things, and then unless we especially pay attention and to whether we're really doing it uh, with the right heart, uh, we could very easily begin to look at other people. I'm doing all this quiet time, how come the person is not? And I'm serving God, how come other people are not? And then rather than out of gratitude and that which helps us to come closer to God. And many times it could very easily become the ones that, that we do to uh, make us feel good and make us feel like we're closer to God. And Paul again is warning uh, not to have that kind of a mentality and not to be bound or live under that, uh, that law and then slavery. But then and he goes on and then speaks about uh, uh, you know, Abraham and, and Sarah. Uh, Sarah was a barren woman and she was a lady that could not have a baby. But then God gave her the promise and he had to wait. There was nothing that he could do and it was impossible for her to have a baby except when God came through. And then when God gave a child in appropriate time. And then she was able to bear a baby, a child of promise. You see, and that's what is writing here. You know, out of impossibility, out of despair, and out of uh, a failure, and then nothing that she could do, uh, 
you know, God came through and then God provided a child. Uh, that's the very similar uh, picture together with us. You know, we didn't come to God and say, God, I have done all these good things. Uh, do I not deserve to be uh, called your children? Or do I not deserve to go to heaven because I'm far better than other people? No, uh, you and I come to a point and saying, God, there is no way I could go to heaven on my own. And uh, there is no way that I could earn anything, do anything that is righteous before you and before your eyes. It is only when we come to uh, acknowledge the bankruptcy, our failure, our barrenness, and that's when we come to realize Jesus is God's provision and solution. And then we do have this promise. And then we do have this gift of the promise of eternal life because of our faith in God's promise and what God has done for us. Now, why is this important? You know, it's important that you and I realize that on our own we cannot do anything, but only by His grace because of what He has done. As we learn to live our lives based on faith, believing and trusting on the promise, then what we see is for the children of the desolate ones will be more and then people that you introduce Christ to other people. You know, as you share about Christ and then hope and the, uh, the life that you have in Jesus Christ, not because of what you have done, but what Christ has done because of his gift, then we begin to help others also to find freedom and that Jesus gives, and then God has set aside for you and me. Uh, are you somebody that's living in freedom, or are you somebody that's living in half grace? Half grace and half performance. Still living as a slave. You need to think about and ask the Lord to help you to have your eyes focused and fixed on him and what he has done for you today. I hope you're not going to be somebody that's striving and then trying to focus so much on what you have to do, seeking to live your life for God then celebrate your barrenness, brokenness, because we are celebrating what God has done and God's gift for you and me. And then live a life of gratitude and worship, surrender, and obedience. Lord, help us to be people that are living a life of joy, life of freedom, life of worship, as we learn to celebrate what you have done in Jesus Christ for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world and stepping in closer, CGN.